As I softly open my eyes, a small sense of dread awakens with me as I feel a familiar sensation in the center of my chest. Long lost since autumn, hello again to a familiar flutter. I must say I have not missed you, even though I have thought of you often. Wondering when you would make your unwelcome yet bittersweet visit. Although in the past I believed that you were unannounced, now I understand that you are quite timely. A respectful and gentle reminder to me. You remind me to take care of myself well and with purpose. To go deeper. Your nudge allows. I do realize this feeling may get more intense if I try to suppress or kick you out of my life. I have learned to allow you in so that your visits come less often. You remind me to listen to you so that your light knocking doesn't turn into a full-blown hurricane. You're still kinder than ruckus guests, like anger. He comes swiftly but destroys everything in his path. Yet you, you sit across the room fluttering your wings, so I feel you. I must not keep you caged. Wings are meant for flying. Yes. Yes, I will honor your secrets until you leave. You are always gone by summer. It is much easier to respect you. In our society, we look at discomfort, at something to be feared. We run from it, suppress it, try to ignore it. This is an impossibility, after all. Every element is a part of us, including the wind. It is all around us and inside of us. We need it. It is our breath, our circulation. In Ayurveda, it is the vibration of vata, the dosha of air and ether. It is the power of artistry, creativity, travel, and flow. There are ways to release it, to transform it, to tame it, and to understand it. During the beginning of spring and fall, earth becomes transitory, lighter. As the density of winter begins to lift, in the spring, the ground and leaves begin to get drier. As without, so within. We can look at how our own bodies begin to change during this transition. Things just aren't so heavy. Our skin and tissues all become lighter, drier. Our circulation slows. Our joints lose a little bit of lubrication. We are vibrating higher even. As we begin to lighten the load, so to speak, this can arise a very unsettling feeling. This dis disorientation is higher in the spring and the fall. In the last few years, I have developed a strong awareness of my body space. I have learned to see my past patterns that took me to distraction, to avoid these emotions or imbalances in my body. I also am now aware that my unknowing of why I felt this way led me to abuse alcohol for so long. This also led me to other addictions of my past, nibbling when not hungry or distracting myself with anything that would pull me away, even unhealthy and codependent relationships. It was painful to be by myself with pain. These days I look deeply into it, deeply into its eyes, and I sit with it. Many of us are so unaware of the seasons that we do not realize that the elements outside of our body in nature are a mirror of the elements inside of us. This is why it is so important for us to be in touch with the world around us. Mother Nature. In 
Ayurveda, we hold strong attention to the equinox and solstice times for a touchstone in our habits. If you know the world, it is easy to know yourself and to understand why we feel certain ways during distinct times of the year. This makes it possible for us to begin to look ahead and prevent unwellness with sacred, rich rituals that diminish seasonal transitory sickness, as well as emotional upheaval. There is nothing wrong with us or Mother Nature. But if we look outside our window, we can bring an awareness of the ever-changing flow and rhythm to nature and begin to understand why we too have a rhythm all of our own that is ever-changing. In this day and age, many women that reach mid-30s to 50s are encouraged to partake in pharmaceutical medicine for perimenopausal symptoms of anxiety, discomfort, and dryness. For thousands of years, women were taught by their mothers and grandmothers to follow rituals to ease the way. Pharmaceuticals and pharmacy is relatively new and does not point to why we have imbalances yet only treats a symptom of an imbalance. Ayurveda looks at the body as a whole and recognizes that as we get older, we begin to get lighter, a little drier. It is important to develop seasonal habits to ground ourselves so that we may enjoy this magical phase of our lives. Aging well should be taught to all of us, but sadly, many of these practices are dying with our elderly who were still connected to the rituals of our ancestors. And less of our youth are devoting their dharma, their careers, to their practices because they are not highly supportive financially to modern lifestyle. We are losing teachers and practitioners, but a light is never diminished and people are becoming more and more uh, conscious of the healing powers of their own self. And with an abundant world that gives us plentiful in plant and food medicine, Wellness costs little financially, although it seems that we are not taught wellness as we should be. Wellness should be a birthright, but not something you have to find out for yourself with the first medical scare. Yes, sometimes this is the entrance to the kingdom. The truth is, living well is an art form that can be practiced to perfection with ease and love. It becomes a very part of you. That lost part that has been covered up in a world that tends to diminish the light and limitless of our own healing powers. How can there be anything wrong with us? Anything wrong with nature? Even growing older should be enchanting, a, a really exciting and dynamic time for us all. You know, we're really just getting ready to go home. You know, let's change the game on the last sweet phase of our lives if we are blessed to have the gifts of growing into wisdom. Spring can be that gorgeous time that we see everything letting go and coming alive. It is magic, really, much like birth and death. As the winter settles out, we see creeks flowing, sprouts of green, and the birds singing loudly to celebrate. There are ways to make the most of this time and to transform all of this high vibrational energy into creating Gardens, revitalizing our systems, tossing out stagnation, bringing in that spirit of action and movement. We've been hibernating, haven't we? This is the time that empires are built and gardens are created. 
I have some tips to share for you if this time of the year brings upheaval. If we work with Mother Nature, we can begin to understand and love every dynamic and complex facet of ourself. And appreciate how to transform every emotion into something good for our lives, solid to our practice, and rich in spirituality. This is the time of artistry, and our, our, our inner artist is always looking to be uncaged, un held down, unbound, and fully released into the unknown. Here are some tips that work for me in knowing thyself and my flutteriness a little bit more. Number one, stress can trigger it. When you are hard-pressed in work or taking care of those around you, remember to take deep breaths throughout the day. Breath can settle vibratory patterns in your body. Give yourself five minutes early in the morning of deep inhaling and even longer exhaling. I love to inhale for five seconds and exhale for six. Maybe lying on your back and placing your right hand on your belly, your left hand on your heart, and just taking some deep breaths. Maybe five or 10 minutes guided meditation with focus on the heart and belly space, wherever you're holding that fluttery, unsettled feeling. Also settle yourself in a comfortable seat between two and six in the afternoon for a simple scan, noticing spaces in your body that you are holding, that have holding patterns and tension. Even checking your pulse throughout your day can settle you down. This will grow an awareness to your anxiety so that you begin to create coping skills that lessen those high vibrations. Number two, Air blows windier in the spring and fall. As Mother Nature is a mirror of what is happening inside of our bodies, then we can realize that we will feel less grounded during this time. Understanding that this may be the time for more downtime or reflection or centering, checking in with your calendar so you may know the time to up your practices. Also during transitions in weather, we may need that extra hour of sleep per night. Eating foods with life in them are going to encourage deep rest and more energy during waking hours. Avoid foods that take all your energy and digestion. Maybe lighten up on the meat and dairy and most certainly uh, the foods that have a lot of chemicals in them or are highly processed. Foods that take a lot of energy to digest simply take a lot of our good energy away. And, and we don't want to take anxiety and go to sluggishness. We're coming out of the winter months. We want to transform our anxiety into action. Fruit and vegetables and smoothies are great. I love to keep frozen bananas in my fridge and have a smoothie every single day. And I even take my smoothies and have those for a light dinner instead of eating anything too heavy in the evenings. Juicing is great and a quick, quick saute to your favorite vegetables go a really long way. Rest, hydrate, and nourish during this time. Yoga, number three. In movement, heated flows are excellent for anxiety. Heat can add an element of heaviness to the vibration of vata. 
Heated yoga flows are excellent as well as dynamic vinyasa style classes with a lot of core work. Salutations are excellent. Restorative yoga is a remedy for anxiety. It grounds us. During really high anxiety, the style of yoga to avoid would be anything that is jumpy or high movement. I love artistic expression style practice and and booty yoga and things like that. But during high anxiety, you may want to just kind of pass those classes until you get through that really high anxiousness time. Just avoid fast and fluttery movements. It can aggravate vata and increase this dosha. Save this for more sluggish times. Also, a gentle morning practice can go a long way. Rub some rose oil on your wrists and ankles. Play soft music and enjoy. Hot baths, number four. Hot, 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 anything really. Hot baths, saunas, hot teas, hot yoga. Heat is excellent for anxiety. I actually just feel it burning it all up in practice. This is the time of the year that I love my hot yoga. It tames vata dosha. Also take those hot baths in the evening. Hot tubs are great if you're lucky enough to have one or have access to one. Any kind of saunas are wonderful or that red heat that you can get. Lavender, rose geranium, or even your favorite bubble bath is really nice. I love Dr. Teal's Epsom salts, and, and I really like his orange Epsom salt this time of the year. is really great. Heighten your senses. Massage your body at night with warm oil. Also, wear layers if you're outside. Wool socks around the house. Keep the heating blanket on the bed for another month. Heavy quilts during sleep will ground us well and give us more warmth. A lot of people ask me, why are my feet colder in the spring, in the beginning of spring, than they are in the winter? And I say, because in the winter, your body has really tempered itself into balance. Because the seasons are not, you're not threading in spring and winter. It's just solid winter. Your body is acclimated. It's in homeostasis. But in the spring, you're getting the warm and the cold. So your body, it, it, it really becomes a little bit of imbalance. So your circulatory system is in, out of balance. And that is why a lot of times I say, wear the warm wool socks around the house in the, in the later parts of winter, even more so than the winter, when your body starts kind of feeling those warm days and it becomes almost like a little bit of confusion there, a little chaotic. Number five, this can be the time to enjoy the sweets or a little bread baking. In Ayurveda, we use healthy sweets and breads to tame anger and anxiety. It is the perfect remedy. Bake some sweet cake. Add flaxseed instead of egg and butter. Make some vegan brownies. Enjoy these precious acts. Any act that heightens all the senses and allows us to be more present tames vata. Check out on my social media my plant-based non-bread recipe. It is luscious. I make wraps, little pizzas, or complement my curries with it. It is the perfect balancing comfort food. Number six, apothecary. Choose teas from your local distributors. Adaptogens are excellent for this time of year. Adaptogens keep the body in homeostasis, so they are excellent for growing, allowing body to run well. 
Sometimes we need notice cold feet or hands. Those adaptogens are great for the circulatory system. So they go a long way in allowing us to stay kind of like a well-oiled machine during this time. I sip on warm teas all day long during spring, sometimes finding cups all over my loft in the end of the day, half empty. Rubios, lavender, lemon balm, chamomile, play around. Add some honey or maple syrup or agave nectar. Take time to sit during the afternoon with a hot cup. Tea is my favorite dinacharya. It allows us to be still. It is not only nourishing to ourselves, it is nourishing to our minds. Number seven, check in, fellowship, counsel. You know who you need. Check in with your trusted party. Reach out. It is important to, for us to have that person that we entrust with our secrets, with our discomforts, with what we don't feel like sharing with everyone. I have this one person, one of my best friends that I speak to often, and we do this for each other. We just hold space. It's kind of like a venting session. We know that neither party is going to tell anyone our venting sessions, but first I will go into my vent session, and then we take a few breaths, laugh it off, and then she goes into hers, and it's just a nice exchange. She always knows when my anxiety's running high, and I know when she needs me as well. It's nice to have a touchstone or a couple of touchstones. This may be also your counselor or an online group. I have several online groups that I stay connected with or your wife, husband, or long-term partner. Reach out. We have so much access to each other during this time. Take advantage. Never believe that the world has lost humanity. If you look for support, you will find it. People are good. Number eight, reading, writing, and arithmetic. One way to tame anxiety is to grab a good book or write down your feelings. Share a poem or do some of your grocery list. Write out some bills. Get some things done that can ground you and transform your anxiety into action. This is one way to use your anxiety in movement and productivity. Clear out a drawer or organize your pantry. Make some labels and clean up a part of your home that has gotten a little messy. Remember, if we're clearing up something disorganized outside of us, it's going to make us feel a little more organized inside us as well. Keep yourself moving and puttering. Puttering time is a great way to diminish vata dosha because it allows us to tidy up externally. And as I said, within is without and without is within. We are a mirror of our world and our world is a mirror of ours. Our worlds are always in nature to each other. If you putter around and do things a little aimlessly and without hurry, it can feel good. Number nine, nature calls. Nature is our only healthy distraction. <laughs> and such a beautiful one. Take a walk. Feel the dry leaves under your feet. Go for a hike. Get out in the middle of the forest. Hug a tree. Take your doggy. Simply allow yourself to be in movement. Hear the birds. Breathe. 
If you live in town, stroll around and smile at other people. Be awake and alert. Notice the trees, feel the wind. Enjoy this rainbow season. Remember to check in with your doctor or nurse practitioner before making any lifestyle changes, including diet or herbs. Also, choose health counselors and coaches that have the proper training and education. Remember to check with your CBD educator or physician before taking any uh, updosing of your CBD or taking any herbal or pharmaceutical medications. Remember during this time that you are not alone and all of our changing patterns and even imbalances can be a reminder of the ever-changing seasons of passing emotions. It reminds me that like the moon, we must go through our own phases to feel full again. I see red when I am called to keep my discipline strong and grounded, my feet into the earth. Orange visits me when it is time to dance. Yellow tells me I am a hero and a friend. Green always moves my heart. Blue shines a light on my path, missing my mark less every year. Indigo keeps one foot before leaping off the cliff into the unknown. Violet takes me home, yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Much love, and remember to always make life your medicine.